But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we'll use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! Well, it's, uh, it's definitely Lima time time. Patrick, how you doing? You know. Same? I'm just giving vague answers like that from around now, just, you know. <laughs> then it's open like, to interpretation. Do you? Do you know? No, I'm all right. I've got some weird thing in my throat, so my voice is kind of fucked up. Then uh, all of you are judgmental, terrible people, and then there's nothing I can do for you in uh, rotten hell. I've got, I developed a weird ear infection. I've never had an ear infection before in my life. And last Tuesday at like 3 o'clock, I was like, I was like my ear feels weird. And by 5.30, I thought, someone's actively stabbing me in, in the eardrum with a yep. nice pick. And it's still, it's still all blocked up, so everything sounds weird. I hate life. The Astros suck. Yeah, yeah everything's bad. What doesn't suck is Bravado Spies. Mm-mm. No. Although, even they suck now. They're lagging on their, their gifting. <laughs> so, uh, James, if you were listening to this, actually, I'm going to just hit you up personally very, very soon. But we need uh, a re-up. I need to hit the plug twice. So if you could uh, send uh, us some hot sauce and some pickles, that'd be pretty cool. And, and, and you know, and more T-shirts. Why not? Yeah, maybe get one that's not black that cooks us in the the heat of Houston summers. But <laughs> it's worth mentioning. This is like the this is like the worst promotional ad for a sponsor that's <laughs> ever happened. I'm like just berating the guy. <laughs> and it's worth noting that, that it's a different James. Like it's not he's not it's it's not. Me. Oh, it's just just him. It's yeah. It's yeah. Hey, it's his company. So. Uh, no, Bravado Spice rules. Everybody loves it. Anybody who's had it knows that. Go to RobotoSpikes.com, follow them on Twitter, like it, like them on Facebook. They put up awesome videos uh, for cool recipes you can do with their sauces. They're pretty much killing the game. And you know what? You should too. Because if somebody's going to kill the game, it might as well be you because the Astros are not. They're not killing anything. And it's we're, and it, I mean, we're berating them out of love because like we're out of hot sauce. Yeah, because we're out of our stuff. Yeah, and, it's not yeah, – we're not being mean. It's just – it is what it is. I went through that hot sauce quicker than I go through laundry detergent, which, which is a, a pretty quick rate. So it's it's just good. What you wash a lot of clothes? What does it? What does that even mean? I'm kind of a bigger dude, so I sweat a lot, and uh, yeah. Okay, all right. We can get into that later. <laughs> so go to all right. I'm not ready for that off the bat. I don't want to get into that. I, I I'm I'm perfectly willing to mention that I've got I've got a lot of hair and it's hot and. I don't know. I wear the man. I, I rock the Zlatan man bun. Good. Be- uh, Zlatan man bun. Because just because I can't have it on my neck, like I I, I sweat enough. I don't need this uh, shag carpet on my neck. Anyway, that that took a weird turn. Um. So the the Astros. Oh, and and I should I should point out that that the not having a show last week is not. It's partially my fault. It's not Patrick's fault. It's partially my fault because I brought. Definitely not my fault. It's let's, definitely let's not yours. That, uh, you were on location right now. So you were you were at a, a bar and yes. recording live on stage, and it was very it was very very funny. And it, the the <laughs> the problem is that it was a really it was a really good show, and and it was, but 
so I brought I brought a different computer, and it's not like I have like a bank of computers. Like I just he does he I, does have a bank of computers. Just a wall, like like I don't know. Um, I was gonna make a, a a joke that would have been in poor in poor taste. Um, I gotcha. But I stopped I stopped myself. The uh, so I br- I brought the wrong computer, like the other computer, and so we tried to record directly through SoundCloud and recorded this hour and twenty minute long episode. It was hilarious. We talked about Cole Hamill's forked penis and fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, it was great, and and you could record it dur- like live through SoundCloud and then just upload it. And so that's what I did. And when I hit upload, it said there's there's been some sort of error. Reload the page and try again. And when I reloaded the page, it just wiped the track. And they're like, "Well, I guess you can't get it back. Sorry, because we use Flash." Yeah, and, and so yeah, the- that's worst case scenario. It was awful. And and of course, like I I lamented it on Twitter, and and everyone's like, that's why you always have a backup. I'm like, that's oh, really no, good no, no, no. advice. You Thanks, fucking idiots. They've never produced a show before. <laughs> like I, this was, I don't. Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have realized that SoundCloud was going to screw this up in the worst way possible. But yeah, that we should, probably should have expected that. But um, we did earn the respect of the pub in the fountains in Stafford. Uh, they loved us, and by us, I mean me. You. I wasn't there. It, it was actually kind of awkward because they uh, they set me up where they they put the bands. So I'm in the middle of the bar, up on the stage at just a single pub table <laughs> with my podcast set up. So like people like were like, "Is he important? What's happening?" But I wasn't over the loud like the PA system or whatever. So they had no idea what was happening. <laughs> but they treated me very very well, and they want they want us to come do it again. So uh, they have no idea that it didn't go down. That's good. They don't need to know that. Yeah, so I'd definitely go do that again. I mean, we can organize something with uh, some local listeners and have everybody come out and uh, have some drinks and do a show. It'd be pretty fun. Yeah, next so month. Yeah, that'd next, be cool. Next month I'm planning on, on coming down for, for – Yeah, then that's even stay. better. Yeah, so. do a, uh, a live Lima time time. That'd be, that'd be wonderful. What's not that's one? if we still have listeners because people would be giving up on life and baseball <laughs> altogether. Well, that's what that's what we're here for. We're we're here to help people process and and rekindle some anger towards the the Astros, who are god awful. Let's just let's let's face. They're they're awesome. The, the, this season was summed up in Dallas Keuchel's start today, in which it was it was really cool un, until it very suddenly wasn't very cool at all. So. Since we, I guess, since we've last recorded, since there, since one's gone live, the Astros rattled off like eleven out of thirteen. Yeah, that was cool. They they were winning. They were winning in multiple ways. They were winning without hitting home runs, which was sort of new for them. And then they go into Arlington and the lower Ardmore, Oklahoma Rangers just did what they always do and they took they ripped off the Astros heads and took a dump down their throats. They did they did, but at the same time I'm I personally ended the curse regardless of the uh, outcome of that series. I felt like we played them well and we got some confidence back and come next time I I assure you that uh there will be a difference. Well, the Astros don't play them again till August. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, it, oh, it goes either way. It could be good, could be bad. I, we have to play them to, to make up the difference. So yeah, the Astros are now what? 10, they're 10 games back. They're nine. Or, I, they're nine. Unless I, unless they, I, what I read was, wasn't updated. So they could be 10. They're what? 30 and 34 or 30 and 35. They are 
30 and 35. Okay. That's not the worst in the world. This is right where we – if they can close out this month, like I said, which was a couple weeks ago, this is exactly where they needed to be for them to have a shot. So all is not lost. That, that stretch of winning baseball was crucial. It was, oh, they absolutely had to have that. The, the only problem with that is that there was only like one American League team better than the Astros for like a 30-game stretch, and that team was the Rangers. Like that's just not – Yeah, I mean they're the best team in the American League, and it's the best start in their franchise history. So basically the devil's like, you know what? I'm the, the leader of all, <laughs> all of hell, and I am going to release it upon the earth and all of the uh, mortal souls of – of Houston Astro baseball fan lore. So, no. Yeah, this is what we get. This is what we get. And the Astros... And, and we're still where we are. So, I mean, if you look at it from an optimistic point of view, it's not... <laughs> they're, they're it could have ten- been a lot worse considering the circumstances of the start. And I'm, I'm okay. I'm all right. <sighs> I'm, not, I'm not happy. I don't think I'm so okay. Because I, as I look at it, 30 and 35, all right. You know they were they were what seven and seventeen so yep. to, after twenty four games so so they've they've obviously obviously they've been playing better but there are now only ninety seven games left and they are ten back of the Rangers. I'm still not scared. Oh, because there's wild card spots. There it's is a wild card way. Spot. I mean, it's not the only only way they can get in is through Texas. Even though I I feel like I would like them to do that, just roll straight through them. Uh, if I had someone, a, a Rangers fan acquaintance, ask me this, would you enjoy a, a, a playoff series against the Rangers, or would you burn down any relationship you had with any Rangers fans that you might be close with? Um, that could be very, very bad. Um, I think we all kind of deep down want it. Um. But it's got to be ALCS, right? I think I think that's how it would have to work. I mean, I, there's probably a way that it could. Oh, happen. That'd be, oh man, I can't I can't even imagine it because just a, a four game series against them, and I, and I think we talked about this in the episode that did not air. Um, that it's just a very stressful time, and the, the games, the way they play each other. It's never over, and like we played well against them this past series, and it, but it was just always stressful. It's back and forth. Oh, a series against them with the pennant on the line—that is what you want, just from like a fan perspective. But at the same time, it's also what you. Oh man, can you imagine that? Like I, I think regardless of the outcome, I would. My brother-in-law is a Rangers fan. The, the, well, well mur- murder him. Let's just. Well, we, is that okay? Can your relation- family be all right? I'll send, some, <laughs> I'll send some money to take care of the funeral and stuff, but <laughs> maybe kill that guy. Our rela- our relationship, at the very least, would be murdered because, regardless of the outcome, yeah. we wouldn't talk to each other until Christmas at the earliest. So, um, by the time the Astros play, here's a. And this is one of those shows that we don't have notes. We were both busy last week, and and things happen, but. So I'm just I'm throwing this out to you, knowing that you've had zero chance to prepare for this. Thank you. the The Astros had. Let's see. I'm looking at the at the box score uh, of the nine players that started today. Seven of them are hitting under 250. <laughs> uh, six of them are hitting under 240. Five of them are hitting under 200. Who is not on the team 
come early August when the Astros play the Rangers again? <laughs> um, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, are you throwing out all injuries and all? Yeah, I'm talking like not either just like just not performing. Either got just, sent just down, DFA'd. sent down, DFA'd, or traded. Um. I'm going to throw Carlos Gomez in there. Okay. Now hitting 181, he was over three with two strikeouts today. And I think that, as much as I hate to say it, I think there's a chance Colby Rasmus could be one of those guys. Okay. Because I believe he would be in a package deal, depending on how the team's doing. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance. Not not necessarily because of his lack of production, but I think there's other factors involved there too with the contract and stuff. But I think he's like he's teetering it. In that in that list, um, what about what about Tyler White? Uh, DFA. Well, he can get sent down. He, I mean, he he. Can, yeah, 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 yeah. He's he he'll be sent down. I'm pretty sure about that. I mean, if he is now hitting, I mean, and think about how hot of a start he had to the first week of the season. Now yeah, he was like hitting 477 or something just stupid for a couple of weeks, which he, is yeah, not that long, but that's still long. <laughs> It's a, I mean, it's a good. I mean, it's a decent chunk of time. He is now hitting two eleven with a two ninety six on base percentage and a three eighty six slugging percentage. And he does nothing else for you, so he's uh, he's dead weight in my opinion. Um, I don't want to kill him as like he like he has no chance at all because he's shown that he could hit at the major league level. But you know, I think. Um, I think he's DFA'd for sure. Uh, and I guess what, A.J. Reed's up? Is that what you think? Would you give... Cause, or, cause, or, do, or do the Marwin thing? I, I'm, I'm I, getting tired of Marwin Gonzalez. I, I know. Um, I know. Just because like, he's, not, he's, not doing, he's not doing anything either. And he's every when he was sort of this super utility guy that could play all over the diamond, and and give you two sixty with occasional pop and some decent defense like that. That then that was that was absolutely worth it to have him on the team. He's not he's not drawing any walks. He was zero for four with three strikeouts today. Um, his he's slugging three seventy six. That's not good. No, not uh, good. He's just having. A, he he has shown that he can. He's had some big hits though. He has, and and he's shown that he can hit. He's just not. He's sort of doing what the rest of the team is doing. That there's sort of this. You look at at past numbers and think, okay, in theory, this is a good idea, and it turns out that it's it's not carrying over to to the field. And you could, I don't, I I don't have. Okay, his, but you know, he's he's still he's hitting two fifty three. Well, that's which dropped. is not good, but comparative. Comparatively to the rest of the team, that's up there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, yeah. And in, in today's lineup, his his average is the third highest, which and is he has thirteen RBIs. He's hit four home runs. Uh, he's hit ten doubles. Um, the the th- six eighty one OPS. So that's not the greatest. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I respect what he does on the field. But that's just a stopgap type thing, anyway. I'd rather have AJ Reed or a, a solution come up personally. 
We talked about this in, in the now legendary Lost recording of last week. But Very legendary. Do you give John Singleton another chance? Why the hell not? It's funny because I, I talked to you about how we were doing the uh, – I downloaded that MLB game on my PS4 and I've been playing with him. Uh-huh. I've been letting Singleton play. How's and he doing? He had a grand slam for me the other night. There you go. Big shot. But, uh, yeah. But he doesn't deserve it, right? Am I just being like a nice guy and we're, I'm so desperate that I'm like, oh, yeah, John Singleton. I remember, I'm just only remembering like the three good things he did. <laughs> the, the thing is, it's like, it's like the ex girlfriend that you forget about all the time she tried to stab you. But then you're like, oh, yeah, she <laughs> fucked me in the shower once. <laughs> and you don't remember anything else. She did try to poison me and all that stuff, but there's that one cool trip, you know? So I feel like John Singleton's that guy. <laughs> that's, that's actually perfect. That is a perfect analogy um, for, for Singleton. I can't that's, – that's amazing. I, <laughs> I mean that's what he is because you just remember all the good things he did and there were so many, so many bad things. And, you know, he was – Singleton was given – was I believe he was given a halfway fair chance. Okay, so you don't believe it was a full chance. I, it was. We're only talking about like ninety-five games. Now those were those. Why were, does it feel longer? Did he? They were stretched out over over a couple of seasons. Yeah, that's what it is. That's why it feels longer because I, I felt like he really did give a shot, but ninety-five games isn't a shot. It's really not. And then he got like a random twenty-game stint last year, and I can't remember why. But like, what was the reason that that the Astros called him up? I I I just can't. I put it out of my mind or or whatever. I don't but, think it mattered at that point. It was just that give everybody a shot. But I I sort of feel like you know the Astros signed him to that that deal. Like they've got him. Right. Tyler, exactly. So you you might you might as well. Have, at, but see, Tyler White is not getting the job done over the last six weeks. Okay. And, so then what are so what are the legit options? So we've we've thrown Marwin out there. Um, the a legit so the, the legit options internally, and we're not we're not counting any any possible trades. But the legit option is is send White down, bring right. up Reed, which yep. which now that that sort of magic date has passed, where they would have to pay him more money four years down the road. So they could they could feasibly bring him up. So one option is bring up AJ Reed. The other I think option, that's happening. Don't, I mean, I, I don't think that's even up for debate. Would you agree with that? I think it's happening at some at some point, but I you Same. know you look at Reed's stats and you know he's 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 showing the power. He's he's had a little bit more trouble than at, at AAA than you might expect. Although it right. seems as though he's kind of fixed it lately, and I'm saying that without having any stats. I'm just trying to go off of sort of recall. No, no, that's that's been a concern of mine as well. He's, he's not dominating like he was at AA, and it's just not enough to be alarming or anything, but just enough to be like, mm. Yeah, to, to a, at least we're not screaming. He'd be up it. here a lot faster if he came and was just torching Fresno. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, we're, we're or at Fresno, rather. He's been, it's been a slow enough start that nobody's like drunk tweeting Luno. To get him to bring up, bring up Reed. I'm sure they are. We're just not seeing it. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, and so, so Reed is an option. Singleton's an option. And I, I would imagine that it, the more that Reed, as as Reed kind of 
finds his when he said he had to work on a few things and the Astros and there was an article in the Chronicle last week one of the few articles that the Chronicle actually had last week yeah. um, they actually have, have had a pretty terrible they, they haven't the, I've been disappointed with the Chronicle over the last couple of weeks it's a um, piece of shit I like a lot of those dudes but I'm, I'm sure they're great dudes but, but the, the I'm just it's not my thing the beat coverage, I like. I like Jake. Probably Kaplan. BTS. He probably ruined everything for me, and I'm just <laughs> looping everybody in, to be honest. But he's, he's the cancer in the clubhouse. BTS, big time, big um, time cancer in the clubhouse. Anyway, they had an article that said that you know the Luno said that there's some things that he needs to work on, that Reed needs to work on, that he knows what he needs to work on, but it's it, the, the day is coming, basically. So I would imagine I'd like to, I would like to see because. And again, it's this is one of those it's not my money thing. But you're paying Singleton two million dollars, right? Bring bring him up and see if see if his exile to Fresno has been has been beneficial in any way. And if it's not, then you can bring then you can bring Reed up, and 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 you can know and and also you can get some uh, finality to uh, to Singleton too. Yeah, you gave you gave him and and play him and don't sit him. You know, don't platoon him. Like play him for a couple of weeks and and now, be up be up okay. front with him and say, you know, look, this is sort of <laughs> this is your time. You're either going to do something with this or or you might as well go ahead and buy that condo in Fresno. Okay, so I, I pulled up Singleton's numbers and he's having a just totally quintessential John Singleton year. He's hitting two fifteen. But he's hit 14 home runs and he has 38 RBIs and he's what, walked 34 times. His, his it looks like his eye has improved. His power is is where it's been. Where it's been. Right? His his eye has come back a little bit. And it, 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 at this point, you have to find out if he can play or if he's going to be one of those like 4A players. And he's not tor- like you said. It's 215. That's not torching anything. And but he's struck out 52 times. So it looks like he's. So thirty four walks, fifty two strikeouts. So he's he's putting the ball in the play. It looks like it's not a bad ratio. No, no, it's not as bad as it used to be. So, but two fifteen at AAA is kind of shitty. It and is by kind of it is actually shitty. It is very yes. But fourteen home runs. The Astros used to be fine with hey hit around two fifteen, two twenty, and hit twenty to thirty home runs, twenty five home runs, whatever. We're good. If if Singleton came up and hit two fifteen, he'd be within a point of Evan Gaddis's batting average. <laughs> exactly. Be, well, that's the thing. Exactly. So, two fifteen at, at at the majors is better than Tyler White at this point. It's better than Carlos Gomez. It's better than Jake Marisnik. It's and you're paying him the money, so get some value for it. Yeah, I, I'm completely with you. I hadn't even thought about that to be honest with you. So I'm I'm in favor of of giving like Singleton that. another shot. There's also the the side benefit. I don't know I don't know if you follow Singleton's girlfriend on Twitter, but she is not afraid to throw shade. And it oh, is no, yeah, she's not at all. It is glorious. And so I'm in it for the entertainment value of of that. So she's fantastic. And he used to be – he's dialed it back. He used to be real active on Twitter. Me and him used to clown around a little bit before he got the call up and then he got all big league on it. And I'm like, all right, bro. I get it. <laughs> I asked him on Twitter if, uh, if if he would consider changing his name to John Homerton instead of John Singleton and he seemed to appreciate that. I don't know I that I – I would have blocked you if I saw that. <laughs> that that's neither here nor there. That's Hey, that's that's a good line. <laughs> it is. like Okay. Okay. As far as Twitter goes, it's pretty good. Right. 
<laughs> so, anyway, um, okay. So, and we got into this with the legendary loss recording about if you trade. I don't. I, I think the Astros have to make a decision, and maybe the the contract status will make their decision for them. But I don't think the Astros can get rid of both Gomez and Marisnik. No. Because you've got to have somebody to play. You just can't have two dudes hitting 181, which is what their respective batting averages are uh, at this moment in time. They are both hitting 181. I think Gomez is done. I think I, I think it's just a matter of time and looking for the right situation. Or I, I think his uh, the writing's on the wall there. I don't know that there is... A, what are you going to get in a trade for Carlos Gomez? I, I next to nothing. But next to nothing. Anything is anything. Like, like, I would be okay if if the Astros got like like what they did with the Marlins and with the Orioles in the last few years, where they just traded him for like that team's like competitive balance pick, like the right. the sandwich round pick. Like that would be a win because. And, and I saw this article, and it was like a John Heyman article, or Hyman, or however you pronounce it. That, Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that his value is cratered, because who would trade for, I mean, and, and it's sort of like, a, the, the tone of the article was like, everybody, most, I guess, of the people around baseball that, that he talked to said, you could kind of see that he was declining, that Gomez was declining. But not to this level, and right. so like I think what the Astros were hoping was that that his contract would run out before Father Time caught up with him, and Father Time ran up on him with a with a nine millimeter and just straight up just pistol whipped him. Yeah, and, and so I don't know what you could possibly get from Carlos Gomez, but at this point, not playing him might actually be more valuable. Than playing him now, he's hit. That's what's annoying is that we're at that point where it's he's he really can't be out there, and he can't be wasting space on the bench either. So it's you got to come up with something. Yeah, and I mean he just looks all sorts of bad. I mean uh, he's falling down. Watching him be extra closely lately, and he's taking completely polarizing approaches at the plate from swinging wildly to taking and he's getting struck out looking then he's swinging wildly and missing he's, he's not doing anything he looks like a cross between like he has no idea what he and it, it just sucks when you get in your head like that and you're he's just at rock bottom and i, I feel for the dude but gosh it's it's and, and it's past the point it's hard of to like, watch it's i mean it's really hard to watch yeah, it's it's a, he's a cross between like a drunk dude at a at a birthday party swinging at a piñata and like Exactly what he's like. And someone in one of those bat races where you like put your head on the knob of the bat and spin around <laughs> 10 or 12 times and then try to so, run 50. So he's feet. just like a a bad kid's birthday party. <laughs> yes. And and it all ends in vomit either way. So Right, of course. So it's it's Especially appropriate. Would be a kid's birthday party without vomit. <laughs> uh, but he's still hit. You know, the, the people are quick to point out he's hit three home runs in his last seven games. Cool. But, he but, hit like zero for the last ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hey, he, I, don't give a, I don't give a shit. I'm glad he's done something cool. That's what he's paid to do. And his slugging percentage is still under 300. Not good. 
slugging percentage. Like if you said yeah. that we got this dude who was a two ninety seven on base percentage, right? Like that's really bad, but that's his slugging percentage. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's yep. It's a it's a train wreck, and it is it is it's that bad. So okay, so I think we're in agreement that Gomez is gone, White is gone. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. You all right? Yeah. Gomez is gone. White is gone. Mariznick would be gone if Gomez wasn't so terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Mariznick has the friendly contract. He's still not into free agency yet. So and 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 I and then I'd like to add fringe Valbuena just because of what he's making and what happens with Bregman. I I don't think it's going to happen that fast. But it, if the season just goes south and is over, I think that drastically changes the approach and. I don't know. Valbuena's getting paid too much to do what he's doing. Yeah. He's not playing terrible. He's played a lot better. I, I mean, but. Yeah, he's played better lately, but it's just, it's, 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 it's sort of. The same, it's the same shit. He's, I mean, he's hitting 242, so not the worst. Yeah, and went over for 4 today. And then what does he have? Uh, let's see, seven home runs? Mm-hmm. That's, you know. 19 RBI, not great. Not but. great. But dudes are, I mean, it's, it, it's the runners in scoring position. It's people getting on base in front of him. That he's a 760 OPS. Yeah, I, I mean, he's rebounded. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think, and I, I think it's telling that, that Bregman hasn't even gone to AAA yet. And I think the Astros. I don't necessarily think he will, and I, and I still stand by that. I, if it, I would not be surprised if he jumps straight from AA up here. Luna's. Did that with pitchers, but not with he hasn't done that with position players. Now it may be that his hand is forced, right? But um, but and and I think what's and I I think I saw I don't think this is an original thought, but I think because the the if if because the Texas League is weird that if you finish the first half of the season with the best record, like you're guaranteed a playoff spot. <laughs> I, I think that I think that the Astros are waiting on them to clinch like the first half like a first half title basically and then move him on up to Fresno which kind of seems like a, a dumb reason but I mean you want to re- that's got to be so annoying you want to reward your fans to being uh, a member of just like front office or just somebody <laughs> who were even the, the coach even anybody for a good minor league baseball team where you like what you do, your livelihood means absolutely nothing if it's not helping the ball club. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a big game, a must win. Sorry, yeah, we need him uh, to uh, sit on the bench just in case our guy his hands kind of sore. <laughs> Figure that shit out. Good luck. <laughs> try to try to win more rings. That's right. Now Correa spent some time at Fresno. And yeah. didn't didn't set the world on fire, but it, but at least he got some time at at AAA last year. Um, are you with this Correa injury thing when he sprained his ankle because uh, the stadium in in East Fort Worth is a is built on an Indian burial ground? Do mm-hmm. do do you kind of see this as like because I I, I kind of see it one of I didn't think he was going to play. 
at all this weekend anyway. And I thought they'd give him, you know, four days off to rest up his ankle. Right. But but there was like this creeping fear in the back of my mind that the Astros are doing what they normally do with injuries. And then we're like, oh, it's day to day. And, and it's going to be like August before he comes back again. No, he'll be fine. It just ankles suck. I would rather them just chill with it and you just can't can't be on it. Yeah. Well, you said but it, I, know, I, guess, I, know, I know that feeling. But the, it was just a classic rolled classic rolled ankle it yeah. sucked it looked like but, uh, i saw yeah. i saw like a vine because i was on a bus when the when they played that thursday afternoon game if i had a nickel for every time i was on a bus when somebody rolled their ankle <laughs> i'd have actually a shocking amount of money um <laughs> i'm on a bus a lot but it, it looked like he kind of got shot out of a cannon like uh, it was a really weird the way he ran to first was very strange it was and yeah you i don't think in all my years of all my long, hard-fought <laughs> years of playing baseball, I don't think I ever touched first base like that. So I don't know how he if he just missed strode or whatever strode is that even a word? It is now. Um, stridden, striden, stroden, stridden, striden, striden. I think we I think we default um, yeah, to old I've testament. Never, I've never touched the base like that. So it was just a, the back of the base and then roll it off it. So it. I don't know. It was just kind of odd altogether. <sighs> Typical Astros. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which Texas witchery. That's right. God. I hate them so much. I, it's getting it's getting personal. Like, I'm, it's getting personal. It's been personal. It's, it's been they're, personal. They're, but it's, they just, they're just have been irrelevant for so long. Now it means something, and those pieces of shit are ruining our well-being. Yeah, my mental... I feel like I'm getting sick because of just what they're doing up there. It's not a coincidence that the Astros blew that Tuesday night game and I had an ear infection. Like, it just came up on me that no, quick. No, definitely not. Those two things are related. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> it, but all's not lost. So, tell me, are you, are you a fan of Will Harris now being the closer? Yes, uh, at least. Well, we yeah we talked about this in the in the now legendary lost episode. <laughs> You'll never hear it. Um, yeah, I wonder Will Harris. He deserved. He's the only one that was been lights out. So I makes sense to put that guy as your closer. He's <clears throat> that's at least give as a. Sh- I mean, if you're gonna if he was doing his old AJ Hinch options thing and. Switching him out and picking spots. There's no reason for him not to get his shot there. That's that's true. And and it for all the crap that we've given Luno about like the the Giles trade, which now Velasquez is on the DL. Um, right. So that kind of and, and I'm not rooting for a, a devastating arm injury to Vince Velasquez. I think no, definitely not. But but it's I mean just it's, a mildly painful one. That's sort <laughs> that's sort of that was the I think that's the risk that the Phillies. Had to take because they were. I mean, they wanted McCullers, and Luna was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." And so, oh hell no, yeah. Um, but I think with you know, for all the crap that we've given him about the Giles trade and the Gomez trade and the Casimir trade, <laughs> that th- those are not those are not positive marks on his legacy. But I mean, Will Harris was a waiver pickup. You know, Tony Zip was a waiver pickup. The the right. those are there are some under the radar moves that that I don't think Luno gets gets enough credit for. 
He doesn't. And but that's just that's life in the fast lane. That's how that's how Twitter that's how Twitter go. It's a it's a rough place. It's, it's rough in these streets. <laughs> so basically, the the Astros made Matt Moore today look like Matt Moore before his arm injury, and even with his seven innings of two hit scoreless baseball with ten strikeouts and one walk, Matt yeah. Moore's ERA is now five point zero five. Why? So how did the like how how? <laughs> That's funny. It's just fucking funny, dude. It really is. It's not, but it's a comedy of tragedies. How does this happen? Like, how does this keep? Is this just who? I mean, is this just who the Astros are? That that they are gonna they're gonna go through stretches where they make very average pitchers look like Sandy Koufax. Yeah, they've always done that. I think that's like their thing. It really is because I, it's it's getting it's happening too frequently to not at least be brought up. Yeah, and that's oh, I, this guy has never pitched in the uh, continental United States. Oh, it's he throws a Steve Nebraska strikes out twenty seven. <laughs> Perfect game. <laughs> He's never thrown a baseball before. He's blind. Oh, what a story! Playing the Astros, pure domination. He has a fifty six mile an hour fastball. Right. Yeah. He's a kid, <laughs> like a literal eleven year old. Like just a yeah. <laughs> strikes out twenty three. Easy. Easy 23. <laughs> it's, it's just their thing, man. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, there's no answer for it. It's just, I, I don't know. That's just, a, it, to me, that's just an organizational, like, that's a, that is a roster problem. Like, that's a, that's a roster makeup. It's a, it's a, I invented a word, astro, astronomically. Oh, I like it. Pretty much what, yeah, you like that. That's pretty much, astrono, there's probably a better way to say it, but it's, an anomaly. That's the, the title. That's the title of tonight's episode. Title of the see? Name and titles for the episode. But that's what it is. It's just we have a lot of those. It's like only us. You know, I've I've been working on it, it, switching gears a little bit, but not really. I've been working on some re- and it's very depressing research, so it's slow going. Uh, but is on whether or not Dallas Keuchel is having the worst Cy Young follow up season ever. Yeah, yeah, he he has to be right, and it, it, he's up there. There, there, and and I'm I'm taking basically I'm going through like who who has ever won the Cy Young Award, and then what did they do the next season? And you know, there's a bunch of guys that like got hurt and only threw like 20 innings or whatever. The, um, that 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 doesn't count. But but it's so far, and I'm I'm probably up to the 1970s. Like I said, it's it gets pretty depressing that. Yeah, he's having one of the worst Cy Young follow-up seasons in Major League history. And I have like I said, there's there's still 40 years of baseball to go. But it's 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 pretty bad. Are are you more concerned about Keuchel now or are you do you have the same level of concern? Tell tell me tell me how you feel about Keuchel. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. That's a pretty succinct way to put it. Do you, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Ha- I mean, it's it's been the same. I'm pulling up his, I'm pulling up his game logs. So today, five innings. He cruised for four of those innings. Like dominant cruise, and that that's what's eight strikeouts in the first four innings, something like that. And then the and then the wheels absolutely fell off. And 
So basically, um, as I pull these up, uh, four earned runs in five innings today, four earned runs in seven and a third, which the, the game that he lost, or that the Astros lost, I guess that was Tuesday night's game. Yeah, that would have been Tuesday night, the, the night that we ended up basically not recording. That Hinch sent Keuchel out, even though his pitch count was, was fairly low, but Hinch sent him out for a fourth time through the Rangers lineup, and that's what got him. How, I, how, I much, wanna, how, how often is that? Is that what you're going to ask? How often does that happen? I feel like that's a thing that's, that's, that when he has that one inning, it's around then, which I guess is pretty normal for any pitcher. You see a guy that doesn't have overpowering stuff three times, you're gonna you're gonna eventually get there. Yeah, especially so I, somebody you're familiar with as a division rival. I put that Tuesday loss, uh, the second Rangers loss. I put that on, I put that on Hinch because I did too. He'd gotten through seven innings, and then Hinch sends him back out, and and the Rangers take the lead, yep. basically the fourth time through. So so that was a rough start against Arizona. That was the Grinky game where Ugh. it didn't matter what Keuchel did. But he, see, I feel bad for him in that sense that. He's run into a lot of those games, and but that's what happens when you're the ace. Yeah, you're, you're going to line up most of the time with their best pitcher, and you got to outduel them. And the way our offense works, we're not going to give him support. So I, I do feel bad. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to the Pittsburgh Penguins for winning the Stanley Cup. Huh? Because fuck San Jose. <laughs> It's, Sorry about that. It's not I San Francisco. Up for a second. Um, so the Astros are, and, and I mean, he he he's the problem is that that every now and then, and it's it's probably every other start, he'll go out there and and do fairly well against the A's. Seven innings on May twenty eighth, seven innings, two earned runs. Uh, yeah. But the one the start before that against the freaking Rangers, six innings, seven earned runs, and then the White Sox, six and a third, three earned runs. Then the Red Sox on May 12th, six innings, eight earned runs. Yikes. But that was the start Stop. after he threw seven Stop innings and allowed those. two earned runs. The Astros are four and 11, uh, four and 10. Four and 10 in Keiko's 14 starts. Oh, they're hitting 400. That's pretty good. That's Ted Williams type shit. Love it. <laughs> not, four, not four out of 10. Four, four <laughs> wins, 10 losses. Yeah. It's even worse. Yeah. No. Yeah. But. Uh, okay, so. If you want a silver lining that, uh, maybe that turns around and he actually wins games for us. And then all of a sudden, whoa, we're 500 and above. Because that's really all it takes. That's what's, that's what's frustrating about this is that we're still hovering around there five games under. And we could be five over easily. with It's just games I'm thinking off, off the top of my head, which is... If you, Stupid bullshit stuff that went down. If you and did, that's, that's baseball, but yeah, we're right there, and if, we're not good. We're playing terrible. Yeah, they're five games under five hundred with five dudes hitting under two twenty. It's a joke. I mean, it, it feels like a miserable season, but they're right there, and they're uh, another decent couple weeks of baseball of being right in the thick of things somehow, miraculously. Yeah. And they're you know they're thirty and thirty five. If you don't count games against the Rangers, which I know you can't do, but but they're twenty nine and twenty six against not the Rangers. So then I think then 
we've talked about this, then I think the approach is let's go get that wild card. Yeah. And ho- and host that game. Well, I, I I don't know. It is it until is. until proven otherwise. I'm yeah. not saying that that's just ignore the Rangers and assume we're going to lose. But um, let's let's do that then. Like, why can't we? And then fuck them up in the ALCS. <laughs> I I'll I'll add on to your silver lining um, that in his last. And I believe that I'm not just throwing silver lining out. I, I nothing's come together yet. It just hasn't, and it it may never. But we saw in this last stretch that they can play decent baseball, mm-hmm. and they can play with anybody when they're playing their best. So all hope isn't lost. I'm still sticking to my end of this month deadline, though, and they're right where they need to be right now. So if they can just maintain or play winning baseball for the rest of this month, I'm going to feel pretty good going to the All-Star break, whenever that is. What is that, mid-July? Mid-July. Second week in July? Yeah. I'll go along with that. And I'll take because it's a, it's a manageable schedule. I mean, we have we got St. Louis and then Cincinnati, um, then we have the Angels again, and then I believe Kansas City, and that's just off the top of my head. And if I'm right, then yes, I am a savant, and I do deserve a Nobel Peace Prize, not the Science Prize, just a Peace Prize for just being great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that meant. Just roll with it. <laughs> I just won awards. That's a Tony. I think I won a Tony tonight. Congratulations. Yeah, I was in Hamilton. That's amazing. I knew it. I, I knew it. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't. I was in Newsies. And like a, <laughs> You're in Newsies? I was a, like a <laughs> terrible bit part in Newsies. I regret yeah, I was, it. I was actually in Annie Get Your Gun. But let's just, <laughs> let's just move on from this terrible musical tangent that we went on my okay my silver lining is that in his last four starts and that's four starts since he got shelled uh against uh, against north lufkin um is that he has <laughs> he has struck out 28 batters and only walked three great and that's in 13 20 25 innings 28 strikeouts in 25 and a third innings so he's just getting battered around and that's what is going that's just that's what's going to happen when you're a command guy that's sort of lost your command right and then he gets it back and he'll have the little slip up and it's like it reverts him back it's like a video game where you have to go back to the beginning of the level. I feel like that happens every time he, he seems to get his shit together. He has that one inning that does that, and then it's all back in his head. He has to go back to the beginning of the level to start back over and build it back up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it feels like. That's a good. That's a really good analogy. And last year, I think it was he he put together five or six, or maybe four or five starts in a row where they were really good, and then have one have have one start where it's a slip up. Now that's happening in the middle of a game. Like he's game, yeah, yeah, four it's or game five by innings. game. It's not because I'd prefer the other way for sure. I'd rather him just get shelled and give up that eight or earn runs and then dominate for the next four. Yeah, but but nope. And the the, the way that it's lined up, it, it hasn't because Keuchel obviously with his year last year is more comfortable at home. Uh, of his fourteen starts, only five of them have been at home. And so there's a lot, and not that a guy that wins a Cy Young shouldn't shouldn't rely on that much like home cooking, but no, def- definitely not. But still, I mean, you want, especially a guy like Keuchel, you you want him to 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 feel comfortable. You want him to um, 
to be as comfortable as possible on on the mound and and sort of the way that it's lined up that he hasn't been that that hasn't happened. Now he's had some good starts on the road, but but his sort of home is where is where he sort of won his Cy Young last year. He's been a lot better at home than he's been on the road. But for a guy like Keiko, like you need, he needs to get some. They need to juggle the rotation, do something to where he's he's at home as much as possible until he gets this thing figured out. Yeah, I think so too. Wow. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. So so let's do you. The Astros had their draft. Uh, so did all the other teams, of course. But but do you? <laughs> they did, they, only they did. <laughs> they're the only ones that got to pick. It was amazing. It was great. Thank God. Good. Do you put any? I mean, do you get excited about the draft? Uh, not. No, I did before when we're picking the best of the best. Yeah. When you're drafting Carlos Correa's, but no. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't follow it enough. I like uh, once they uh, get past the whatever the rookie A team is. Whenever they get really into the system, I don't know what that's called. I can't think of it right now. Like like quads like the full season like or, or yeah. There's like because there's that there's like the week A ball and then there's actual A ball and it's called something and I just I can't think of it right now. So like when they get into the system and then that's when I really start following the prospects. But I. I I don't care. It's such a crapshoot. It re- it it's a cra- it's a crapshoot when you're picking number one. So it's a crapshoot when you're picking. What did we pick? Seventeenth. Uh, Seventeenth. That's not terrible. But yeah, yeah. And and I mean, they're like the. Crop- I, I wish I was into it. I just don't have time to to be into that. Yeah. I so that's that's my thing. Like I before I changed careers. Like I had a job where I could totally sit at my desk and just blog obsessively about every single draft pick that came in and I'm just not in that position anymore. So so right. that that's part of it for me, but I, and and like the crawfish boxes do a really good job. Of course they've got like they tw- do. they've they got do. like 20 writers that that but I, I just I'm not a prospect I'm not a talent evaluator. Like I it's just it's a I I want to sound like I can speak knowledgeably, but I I just can't. Like, and and you look at stats, and I mean, even dudes that are drafted in like the thirty first and thirty second round, <clears throat> they had pretty good seasons this year. So, like, I'm I'm perfectly willing to talk myself into every draft being like the greatest draft of all time. So, I just have to recognize that's just my own limitation. Well, and and I don't like the, uh, and this is a totally different argument, and. I'm pretty sure people have it all the time, but I still can't get past the high school, even little league, and then college using the uh, aluminum bats. Yeah. I don't like the disconnect there. I don't. I don't know why that hasn't been fixed. I. So I think that. I, I mean, if you have pop, you have pop. But it'd be nice to have a guy that already uses the equipment that you use at the pro level when you draft him. I, I just find it ludicrous. I, I don't know why it's not brought up more. Yeah. No, no, I, I totally agree. And then they agree. have to go to Winter Bowl and they have to go to Puerto Rico to learn how to and play in these Winter Bat Leagues. Like, why don't you just <laughs> hiccup? Sorry. Um, why don't you just do that? I, and it, it's, it's, it's big spalding and big sporting goods that... Uh, I've always heard it's a money thing. Yeah, there's a ton of money to be made. That's on, because on of the broken, well, the broken bats and that the colleges and high schools don't have the money to be funding 
bats over and over again getting broken. That makes sense. Um, it does. Dollars and cents. No uh, plan. Got it. Um, but I still think that there needs to be some sort of level of congruency or congruence, whatever the word. I'm, I try to use big words, but I want to use them correctly. <laughs> congruence. Um, from, from top to bottom, even Little League. Because, I mean, back in the day, they did. Like, my dad's generation played the league with wood bats. I yeah. used to love to go out to the fields and, and hit with a, with a wooden bat. I've just, uh, I don't know. I, I tried to watch the, and I understand the College World Series is, is cool, and I'll, I'll watch a little bit of it if it's on, but I hear, I hear that ping, and I was like, this isn't baseball. And I don't know. It irritates me. So and you got now they've adjusted it so it's like it's like a dead ping now it's not even that cool like super ping where it used to be like wow that ball's hit seven hundred feet now it's like <laughs> that dead like a like a golf ball strike or something yeah so yeah I'm I'm sort of with you like I don't have the time to follow and I'll keep up with it just because people seem to like reading about you know who signed oh. and and we don't For sure. But, but it's such a crapshoot, like, and I'm I'm just not, and, and I'm skeptical of, and I'm not calling anybody out, but I'm skeptical of like random Twitter dudes that talk about how high they are on whatever prospect that played in like JUCO. Yeah, it, it, they they not that they don't know, but nobody knows. So I, yeah, I don't. I'm completely with you on if, that. If Keith Law says it's a good pick, cool. If he trashes it, I'll go along with that too. Like I'll just defer to the dudes that like Baseball America that that know that actually get paid to talk about this. No, not that. And, I, they, and they don't even know. So that's that's the thing. And then and then there's so many players that it's you know one guy you might you draft a kid out of high school and he hits a late growth spurt and all of a sudden he shoots up your prospect list and i mean there's just so many factors and unknowns that go into it that it's just it's kind of a wait and see thing for me yeah and once i see them playing that's why i said that like i like to wait until they're like in the system playing then we can start evaluating what kind of player and projecting what kind of player they will be or not be yeah yeah, and there's just so – I mean, there are guys like, – like Altuve. There's – nobody saw Altuve coming. And no. and there's just so much and, – and, but Jake Marisnik was like a top 50 prospect. You know, and Singleton, you know, I, I remember like – Oh, crap oh he, was the, he was the second coming. I was going to crap my pants on a daily basis after that Hunter Pence trade. And, and I was stoked for Singleton. Oh, man. So it's it's hard to get excited about it because it's not like the NFL where you know whoever they draft in the first few rounds you're going to see them in seven months, you know it's or six months. You know? Yeah, it's just different, and we have to grasp that it's different. It's such it's a, a delayed gratification. Yeah, yeah, it's not a. It's just not the same thing at all. Basketball is kind of similar in the sense that later first round picks are not going to play at all or they go into the developmental league to play. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even the, the best of the best, they're not, they got to play what? Two years minimum is two years about the least you could play like Bryce Harper and 
superstar superstar yeah i think i think so you know that i mean that uh, two years in the minor or is that pushing it or is it even three two, i mean i'm i'm it, depending on what their age is but like it, it yeah two years in the minors is pretty aggressive i mean right exactly so that's it's just yeah it's a different it's just a different approach to uh, developing talent i like it i like how it's done i like the system and yeah and you get you this have, it just—it's just cool. It's just cool to have a whole system of players that are assets, and that you can—it just adds to the strategy. It, I, I love it, but yeah, you have no idea what you're going to get, and somebody may just—it may click. Why after they've been drafted, like a Tyler White who shot up, and then now he's going to be shot back down. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> but I that mean, doesn't mean that he doesn't. That I mean, he—that's an amazing story. He made it to the bigs, and he raked for a while. He was an American League Player of the Week. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's a, as a 33rd round draft or whatever he was. Isn't that's it? great. Great for him. It's a cool and, I don't, and I don't think he's dead. He's just dead right now. Yes. Me. Yeah. So. And the Astros could actually send him up and down for the next two years before I, they I, have to. I'd, I'd like them to do that, to be honest. <laughs> I'd like them to go ahead and exercise that option. Right. Uh, let him see Fresno, you know, because it's a lovely town. I they have a that's a cool organization out there. I I I will be sad if that San Antonio rumor is true. What San Antonio rumor about uh, switching the uh, the organizations with the Padres and having them take Fresno and us take the missions to get a closer AAA team? Ah, uh, I had not heard that. That's interesting because I knew like I, I don't know how realistic it is it makes perfect sense well I've always I've always just assumed that that as soon as they can and it may be after this season that the Astros are just going to go back to Round Rock because the Nolan Ryan still like owns that team yeah I'd like to take them just away from the Rangers I don't like that they have them yeah well because the Rangers swooped in when Nolan went to got his feelings hurt and went to Dallas in the first place. So. For a guy that like fights a lot of coyotes, he really like gets butt hurt. <laughs> he gets butt hurt real easily. Yeah, he does. I mean, I don't tell him. Please don't let him hear this. He <laughs> really beat me up. Oh, he would. He would find us. Like he would be the guy that you you wake up in the middle of the night and he's sitting on the edge of your bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want any part of that. Uh. Uh-uh. But uh, he does seem to be getting a little uh, butthurt pretty easily. So, so yeah. So the Astros drafted this kid that can throw a 17, a 17 or 18-year-old kid from San Antonio with their first pick that can throw like 96, 97 or whatever. And then in like, already, yeah. which means that's, that's a 100-mile-an-hour arm Yeah, develops. And um, his high school coach let him throw like 123 pitches the night he got drafted. <laughs> Because hey. high school coaches are the worst. Yeah, they're great. They know everything about it. <laughs> but again, that's their job is to win state or do whatever they're doing. So I I ride my ninety seven mile an hour arm as well. I don't care about the future. It's an interesting. <laughs> I care about my future. Yeah, it's an interesting sort it's, of dilemma because I mean, like, do right. He has no. Like, I mean, what do you what do you want him to do? Do you think that I mean, is the ideal like athletic director for a high school baseball coach to be like, look, we know you have this kid, and if if you end up not going to the playoffs because you protected his arm, like it's okay. Like, I mean, that's I feel like that's sort of a conversation that that you would have to. I don't know how often 
uh, that con- apparently it doesn't happen terribly often. But see, I, th- I think it has to be it, it has to resort to bri- it resort to bribery <laughs> and like, look, let me uh, slip you a little bit of money under the table. And let's just kind of try to rest this dude's arm, and uh, yeah, I'm pulling you and your, you and your family pieces. can go to Acapulco for a little bit and uh, <laughs> enjoy a nice vacation. Yeah, on, on us. And sorry that you didn't win state. Because I would be. I mean, if if I'm sitting there and I'm I'm like this kid, Forrest Whitley's dad, or and there was like Jeff Passan had a really good article about this Kansas high school like a, a, a high school pitcher. That, that his coach had him throw like 160 pitches in in a game. And just like what a terrible person. Like if, if I'm sitting there and I, I don't have a son, I have a daughter. But right. I would be absolutely freaking livid if I was at a game that the coach made my son throw 125 pitches. Like I, that would really piss me off. See, I, I don't know. I, I But I'm also in the school of thought that I think pitch counts are dumb and fucking throw the ball. Pitch. You think so? I'm old school. I'm old school in that sense. But from an investment standpoint and from a father standpoint, it's a different. It's a different thing. I mean, and, and I, I. But I hate. I hate pitch counts. I hate limiting. I hate saving the arm. Just fucking throw. And if it goes out, it goes out. It was meant to be. If not, you'll be fine. I, I don't know. I think there's a there's a certain element of risk throwing a baseball and every single time no matter what but i think you can sort of you can try to limit that risk by by being at least by being an asshole well I mean, but i think that that at this point like if i'm a high school coach the last thing i want is like jeff Passan or keith law like <laughs> climbing all over me on twitter and turning legions of angry twitter people on me for you know throwing a kid as much as I, and, and I don't think you can trust the, like if, if, if I'm a coach and I go, I'm like, how are you, you know, how are you feeling? And like, a kid's like, I, I don't want to pitch anymore. I'd be like, well, guess what? You're a vagina and you need to <laughs> suck it up. But so I don't, but I don't think you can trust what, a, what the kids say. Like, I think there's a point where you just have to be a responsible adult and say like, look, this kid has a shot to do something. I'm going to do everything I can to help him get that shot. But I'm not, right. I'd be really pissed off if I got fired because I was like looking after the arm of my best player. Yeah, it's kind of a, that's a we. it's just a weird line there. I don't, I think you have to do a little bit of both. Yeah. Because you're trying to, I mean, you're a, you're a teacher, so you understand that you're, you're trying to mold healthy cool good human beings so you have to be a mentor yeah and but you also if you're coached in the team you're also trying to win and keep your job Mm -hmm. and if you have a superstar you ride that superstar and that's in any sport so it's just kind of a weird fine line that you kind of have to teeter and it's and it's sort of like i mean baseball is this it's kind of unique to baseball. Like no one, no one's going to climb all over a high school football coach for sending the running back, like for giving the ball to the running back sixty times in a game. Like that, the, which, those conversations, which is infinitely are, worse. Yeah, or, it's way or, worse, or at least comparable at, at minimal. Yeah, or this basketball player played all forty-eight minutes. Like no one, or forty, whatever, however right. long a basket, high school basketball game is. Like no, yeah, one, yeah, it's sort of unique to. There's so many things about media coverage of sports that are unique to baseball. Like no one really gives a crap if a, if a football player tests positive for steroids, but you no. do, you do it in baseball and, and you are the worst person since Ty Cobb. 
Do you even care anymore? No, and I I never really did. I didn't either. I didn't either. At and, all. Okay, so so what is it about steroid or performance enhancing drugs that that make it to where that's that's because it's not an issue for me, or at least an overt one. What is what's the issue for you? And I'll tell I'll tell you mine. What's or what's not what, the issue? Like what? Like because hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. So if you, you can hit it, you can hit it. I, I just I, I don't I just don't see the problem with it. It's a very hand eye coordinated base sport, and steroids do nothing to help that. Yeah, you may hit a ball a little bit farther. That that's about it. Um, pitchers have the same advantage if they take it. I, I don't know. Uh, the, the health risks, that's the thing I have a problem with is, you know, maybe ruining careers early on and other stuff related to it. But in terms of the sport, I, I, it doesn't it doesn't affect the way they play. Barry Bonds was a great player prior and, and after. Um, the only arguments you can make are the, the Brady Anderson – the pop outs became forty home runs. Yeah, which does kind of annoy me a little bit. But he still put the bat on the ball on those. So uh, I don't know. I, I, that's controversial. I get it. Um, I, I I won't argue against a purist about it. Like it's not. It, it's cheating if it's illegal. So I'm I'm on that standpoint too. I just don't care. It's not like, oh, ban them forever. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's athletes just trying to uh, put themselves in the best position to uh, prolong their career and to perform at the highest level. And I can't blame them or fault them for that. Yeah, and I, I guess for me... like It's like, it's like taking some guy taking Adderall at work. Yeah, I'm I'm of the opinion that Barry that I think Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame and Pete Rose shouldn't uh, because same Pete Rose did something that you've known for a hundred years you couldn't like it was written on the that's literally the only thing <laughs> yeah that's like the only thing and it sucks because he totally deserves to be in but yeah that's the only thing but but don't I mean, gamble but, on baseball. The rules, the rules were changing, like the, or at least what was available. And, and, and my issue, like the sports writers that are that hold up Gaylord Perry as a paragon of baseball virtue when he was scuffing balls and using spitballs, and right. you know Willie Mays took amphetamines and Mickey Mantle did. They God knows all what. did. They all did. Babe Ruth is linked to steroids. Yeah. So, but it's the, a long, long, long lineage of of shit. Well, and, and as soon as you got and Ty Cobb was a racist, what? Oh, got it. it. It's it's one of those like as soon as you start being compensated very well financially, then you have to realize that guys are going to do whatever they can, and at some point you can't you can't draw. We've seen over the last ten years that with, with each new dude that gets popped for PEDs, like Marlon Bird, you know that, <laughs> that was his second. Right. Like, you can't just look at a guy and be like, he's taking steroids. Like you can't, you can't do because you've got like these scrawny ass, like hundred and sixty five pound pitchers that are that are Andy taking Pettit. it too. Andy Pettit. So and it was a recovery thing. So and then see, I didn't have a problem with that because it just HGH helped him recover, and he still did the work. He still had to throw the pitches. It's, it's just. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they should fine tune it and 
pick. I, I don't know. I, I don't really want to get into it anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, I, I just, it, it doesn't, I don't care. It, it, either. You're uh, good at baseball or you're not. That, well, see, it, it's a tough one, actually. Because when you're talking all-time stats and Hall of Fame numbers and stuff, and then maybe those 25 home runs, you know, like Barry Bonds, like that makes a difference. And that's why people are mad, because he just torched this record, and it was because of that. But that doesn't mean he wasn't a great baseball player prior. Right. And, I mean, we don't know how many pitchers he hit homers against were also taking I believe everybody was on it, so it was fair. But I wish that they could get an accurate number or everybody could come out and we would know who was on it, who wasn't. Cause I believe everybody was on it. Do you think everybody. Bagwell was? I'm sorry. Do you think Bagwell was? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's just, I mean, it, and uh, with the all time stats thing, like I think that goes through ebbs and flows because like you look, you look at a, you look at a stat, at baseball reference and you see like career home runs or single season home run leaders and you look you're it's like 1997 1998 1999 you're like okay well that was just a that the game was the game was different then but you also look at like the the single season like batting average leader was like Hugh Duffy he hit like 434 in 1898 or something like that <laughs> And right, you're like, right. oh, it's the 1890s. The, the the game was in a weird spot then. Like, I think that that's just how the yeah, game should be judged. Yeah, it was in judged. the Civil War. <laughs> I mean, you had Civil War veterans playing Major League, <laughs> Major League Baseball. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, the, the, game, the game comes and goes, and you interpret the game overall based on the time it was played. Right. And you don't have – I mean, the guys that seem to be the most upset about it are the guys that didn't write about it when it was happening. So we need them to just die off, which is happening, and then reevaluate and see where we stand. Yes. Because I feel like we're the generation that we saw it all, and we saw it before, we saw it after, and we're right at that that age mark to where it's like we can kind of assess it in a mature manner. Yeah, be a little bit more even-keeled about how it's, how it's treated, but still, screw Pete Rose. Idiot. Yeah, I mean, th- that's what he gets. It sucks. It really does suck, but yeah. that's what he gets. We've done some good work here. Have we? I don't know. I think we have. We've talked about... I like that we didn't have to... I didn't have to vent about the Astros. These stupid pop-ups. I've, I quit computers. <laughs> I, I quit, I'm quitting the show again. <laughs> I quit the show. It's your first time in the middle of a show, though. That's, that's Yeah, I haven't, I haven't quit mid-show, and I'll probably do it again. <laughs> but when I'm getting pop-ups on BaseballReference.com, it's like, well, you know what... You win. You you win ads. Dumb and embedded videos. Hey, I'm Colby Rasmus. I'm dark. I don't even have the internet. <laughs> uh, when is the faith and family thing? No idea. Because I've got to make I've got to make that happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. It's it's coming up because they've been pushing it, but that could be. Hopefully it's not this week. I don't know. That's that's when we they, need. They to. randomly do it because it's all Father's Day and all that stuff. But I'd definitely be down to go check that out. That's I, I, I got to hear the testimony. I really do. That's when we need to try to get our first press pass. But um, what what if it's just like the best story ever? You know, and pop ups. I'm gonna kill everything happening right now. <laughs> 
Um, but what if it's like the best story and then like it makes me guilty for doing my Rasmus character and it ruins like just the whole the whole shtick. I think that that he I'll has, do it anyway. I don't care. I'm just I'm just hypothetically asking. I, I think that 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 the legend of Colby Rasmus is such that if we ever met him in person, like the dream would be shattered. Like he could be the nicest dude in the world. He could be a complete douchebag. He could he could give the most beautiful testimony uh, in in the world. And no matter what he does, like the first interaction we have with him, it's it, it, there's going to be some element of his legend that is that is defeated. Eh, maybe not because I I feel like the guy I've created is completely. It's like he's not it's not accurate it, i've just made up my own guy <laughs> and he's not really a bad dude he just he's prepared for a zombie apocalypse <laughs> he can he can hunt with a bow and arrow if he need be he can fish he likes camo went out and bought cows last off season yeah you gotta have you gotta have cattle why wouldn't you it's he, likes, he likes herding i like i just like herding him i don't even know i don't even i don't even use their milk i just herd them I think the Astros might try to trade him before he drowns trying to ford a river with a herd of cattle to make it to Kansas. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> that would be the best. That would be the not. I'm not not that he would die. That's not. He the cut. Best, he cut. No, he cuts his hands like trying to build a a wooden raft. <laughs> trying, try, <laughs> trying to hop a barbed wire fence. Yeah, yeah, something just something ridiculous. It's just like, oh, Colby. Why? <laughs> As possums take care of him, they're like, "Come here." <laughs> they, lick his, they lick his wounds clean. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't have anything to add to that. I'm done. I got nothing left. <laughs> Cut this shit. The astro anom- The astronomer. Astronom- I know it's hard. To, it's hard to say, but it, it'll work. It, once we figure out how to say it, the uh, what? The astronomical astronomically, astronomically, astronomically. It's it's real and and it is a clear and present danger to our security. It is. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate, and that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole!